With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Yo, it's your boy G Money. This is the G Money Takeover for Fantasy Football Diagnostics. Welcome in. Um, it's gonna be just your boy Greg Penniman here. So we're gonna go through, you know, Thursday night football as we usually do in this Wednesday recording. Uh, but before we do that, the Thursday night football where we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against the Chicago Bears. But before we do that, you know, we're gonna go into these COVID updates because it seems like every day, you know, we get news about one team, uh, about a, another possible outbreak um, as on the top of the additional injuries that we have to deal with on a daily basis in this fantasy year so it's really tough for you guys i'm feeling for you i'm out here struggling i know we are out here struggling but we're gonna get through this together um let's sort of talk about these COVID updates uh the titans you know we talked about they had more positive tests today uh it's not looking very good um so there is some danger about this titans bills game coming in sunday uh, so, you know, people planning, the people that have Derrick Henry, John o. Smith, uh, the people, you know, relevant people in the Titans and also for the Bills, uh, we're not sure what they're going to do with those people. So people like Josh Allen and stuff like that, uh, it may impact them. We, we don't really know yet. Um, we got to hear more tomorrow, but we'll, we'll definitely keep you updated uh, in week one's preview. Uh, we are sorry part one of week five's preview. So we'll keep you updated on those Titans and the Titans Bills game specifically. Um other than that, Stefan Gilmore also tested uh, positive for COVID. So he's on that, you know, COVID list there. So that's definitely unfortunate news. Um, and, you know, I guess they're going to start testing more Patriots players, see if any other other players, you know, came up positive. So Cam Newton now, uh, big time offensive player, now their defensive heart. Stefan Gilmore tested positive. So that's definitely not good news for them and the Patriots. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. They also come out with, uh, came out with a couple positive tests as well. So that's another team that, you know, may have possibly an outbreak. Um, it's just a lot going on here. Uh, we just got to keep monitoring every issue. Uh, hopefully the NFL maybe starts to consider this bubble idea. Uh, maybe <clears throat> I know coaches were possibly in favor of um, doing playing the remaining 12 games with the teams in team hotels. Um, there's rumors of that. But we don't know. I mean, honestly, man, they just need to hire Adam Silver, the commissioner of sports, man. That's <laughs> that's what only solution I got for them right now um, to save uh, this NFL season, you know, to make sure it keeps going safely. I mean, I know we, they probably can do it, but, um, it's, you know, there's a lot of bad news coming out daily about these positive tests. And it's very risky um, playing for going forward. Um, so after that. We're going to talk about the other, you know, dreadful news throughout the year that we get uh, week to week is and that's injuries. But we got, you know, we got some hopeful returns here. We got some good news here. We, you know, uh, we do that sometimes, you know, back, you know, it's along with the you know, calls and starts of the week. We got some injuries that people are coming back. So Le'Veon Bell, uh, he's uh, practicing. That's good to hear. Um, if he comes back, I think, you know, you could slot him in. 
as that uh, RB2 that, you know, maybe we expected to see coming into the year that I thought, you know, could give you multiple touches and good value uh, as a mid-round running back. So I would um, be confident in starting him. They're going against Arizona, not a very, you know, friendly defense uh, as far as, you know, rushing and fantasy running backs. So, I mean, I would be confident, in, you know, expecting Le'Veon to produce this for you, at least low in RB2 value. Uh, Raheem Orsett, uh Jimmy G, both coming back. Uh, they both are, you know, practicing in some uh, limited capacity today, which is good. Um, Mostert, uh, if he comes back, him and Jarek McKinnon, I think, are going to be the one-two. Uh, it would be interesting to see how they use them. I think Jeff Wilson Jr. gets bumped down again. He wasn't really used anyway uh, in the previous week Jared was with the Jarek McKinnon show. But Raheem Mostert and Jarek McKinnon should be the one-two with Tara Col- Tevin Coleman still on IR. So definitely keep an eye on that. Um, Michael Thomas, uh, you know, he's, you know, practicing some capacity as well. But, you know, the Saints, there are, you know, rumors and uh, talks that they could wait for the uh, the week six bye. It'd be smart to, you know, extend Michael Thomas, make sure he's fully healthy with that high ankle sprain. We saw what it did to Saquon when he came back early. He wasn't the same. So we'll see how that is on that. Maybe if you could still buy low on Michael Thomas um, before because, you know, not being there and possibly not being here again. And then the bye next week, it might be a little shaky for if teams are struggling at receiver and have Mike Thomas on the team. So go hit him up. Maybe you could get Michael Thomas. Uh, A.J. Brown, he was limited in some capacity, so he might be able to come back this week, which would be dope for me and John specifically. And I know in our league and uh, one league, we have A.J. Brown. And for a lot of A.J. Brown owners out there, uh, this is definitely well-needed. Uh, Corey Davis just went on IR. So, this is um, well needed for receiver AJ Brown of his talent uh, for Ryan Tannehill to be to move down the field. Drew Locke, uh, he was limited, uh, so that was good to hear that he came back in some capacity. That that's just, that's awesome. Um, you know, you feel for Drew Locke. Uh, you hope he does well. You know, if he's able to start, yeah, um, you know, get some super flex value. So I'll keep an eye on that. Henry Ruggs, this is a guy. You know, he was getting over fifty percent of his team air yards before he got injured. Uh, I think I you know I liked him coming into the year. I think he has some. Could be gaining some momentum, uh, but he was gaining some momentum before the injury, and I think he can coming back. So I think if you know you see him, he's he's back at practice. Go stash him. Uh, go wait and see what he does because I know they want to move the, the ball down the field with him. And lastly, uh, Cam Akers, uh, he's back at practice. This is adding to you know the already Rams messy backfield that it already was. Uh, last week was Malcolm Brown. The last. Two weeks before, it was Daryl Henderson. The first week was Malcolm Brown. So now you're adding K-Makers. Not sure how Sean McVay wants to use him. He said Daryl Henderson would start. Malcolm Brown was the guy. Ended up being the, the more, more productive guy last game against the Giants. So it would be interesting to see. I would try to sell your pieces now. Maybe to someone that needs running back depth. Uh, go give him Malcolm Brown. Uh, or, you know, Daryl Henderson does have upside, but it's, it's very inconsistent from week to week. So uh, if you have one of those guys, maybe you could try to sell them uh, while they're at, you know, maybe Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson. Um, maybe package those guys and something like that. So those are the guys that, you know, come back, hopeful returns, which would be good. Uh, some notable injuries, though, as far as people that might be in danger of missing this week. Julio Jones was not at practice. Um, he suffered, you know, the injury uh, late in that game against the Packers Monday night. Uh, now, you know, he wasn't at practice today. Calvin really was, but Julio Jones, this is, you know, what you, ex- you know, expect. He, he plays through injury all his career. Uh, just got to keep an eye on that and see if he's going to be able to play because uh, it's, it's so tough every time. I feel like every year is a moment where, you know, he's going to play with a certain injury 
and you you have to decide if you want to bench him or start him and it's always so hard to bench Julio Jones uh but the end result of his year his wide receiver production will always be there so uh you're you're not you know cutting him or anything at all you're just you know seeing what it is if he's playing I have will still start him um he's Julio Jones is one of the best receivers in this game so just keep an eye on that no fan we already know uh, it was a week-to-week injury, so he's already doubtful. Um, so definitely have plans if you're a Noah fan, um, manager to have a backup tight end. Maybe, you know, Logan Thomas could have some intrigue back. You know, now that Kyle Allen's the starter and Alex Smith is the backup, they, they shifted Dwayne Haskins down. So maybe those targets could uh, for Logan Thomas could uh, mean something this time, you know, and uh, for Scary Terry as well. Um, so that is uh, for Noah fan. He's doubtful. Uh, Sam Darnold, he is going to be out. Joe Flacco is going to be replacing him. So people out there in Superflex leagues uh, and stuff like that, very deeper leagues, um, just know that Sam Darnold is not going to be playing this week with the shoulder injury. And now, further ado, we're going to go on to this Thursday night football. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against the Chicago Bears. Um, This game is going to be a... 44 and a half 44 point total of uh, the Buccaneers are a four and a half point favorites. Uh, that's, you know, with an implied score of 24 to 20 Buccaneers winning. Um, so for this game, I have the under I'm taking the Bucks to cover. I'm also taking the Bucks to win. Uh, John also has the same, the under the Bucks to cover and the Bucks to win. Um, notable injuries for this one uh, on the Bucks side: Justin Watson, um, popular receiver that was gaining some steam, he's out uh, with a chest injury. Scotty Miller is questionable with the hip and groin injury, uh, so keep an eye on that. Leonard Fournette is listed as doubtful with the ankle injury, so that might be a bump for Rojo. Uh, Mike Evans, he's listed as questionable uh, with the ankle injury, but um, you know I wouldn't be surprised if he still is going. I'm confident that he will be there. His man played on one leg and dog Casey Hayward. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, he is listed as out for this game, and Chris Godwin is listed as out for this game as well for the Bucks. So the Bucks are struggling on offense just like last week as far as injuries. And for the Bears side, Darnell Mooney, wide receiver, uh, has a shoulder injury. He was listed as questionable, but he was a full participant in practice all week. And Deion Bush, he's listed as out. Um, So, again, the under, Tampa to cover, Tampa to win for both of us. Uh, Both these defenses are, you know, top 10 in my opinion. Um, You know, they don't give a lot of huge fantasy numbers to any major position. But, you know, in today's NFL, any defense can be attacked. So, it should be a good game. Um, both teams have opportunities to score. Uh, on the Buck side, Tom Brady, he's a low in QB1 for me in this matchup. Um, he still is going to be able to find people, you know, he doesn't need. Uh, he can spread the ball out. He got it to Cameron Bray for a touchdown. Got it to OJ Howard for a touchdown. Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, anyone could have it. Anyone basically not named Gronk. <laughs> so this is pretty good to see uh, him as against a, you know, a very, you know, decent secondary in, in this uh uh, no chargers. So that was good to see. Um, Mike Evans, he's a low and wide receiver one for me, uh, but solid with high and wide receiver one upside. I don't care is if he's banged up or not. Um, he still be targeted. He got eight targets last week. He's got four red zone targets on the season, which is top 15 among wide receivers. Uh, he's, he absolutely gave Casey Harry the business in week four. Uh, I think he mossed him a couple times. He's in a, a high volume passing offense as the Bucks are seventh in the NFL in team pass plays per game, according to player profiler. Uh, so I do like Mike Evans in this matchup. Um, if he's 
going to go. You got to start him. Another must start. It's got to be Ronald Jones. Rojo as a high in RB2 uh, with some RB1 upside because he's getting the touches. And no Leonard Fournette. Uh, he's doubtful. I don't probably expect him to play. Uh, Rojo getting 5.6 yards per carry last week on 26 touches. That's RB1 volume right there. He ran very well and powerful against the Chargers, uh, averaging 4.4 yards per carry on the year. Uh, so no Fournette again. I mean, I would expect the day that he's close to 20 touches or over that 20-touch mark, uh, which is RB1 volume, and that, that's good to see. Um, Rojo, the runner, is great. Rojo, the passer, I don't know about that. Um, you know, Rojo, the passer, you know, he was targeted a lot, but he had three drops last week. Uh, I know Keyshawn Vaughn was used a little bit late in that game for some pass catching, so he might be... Uh, get a bump a little bit more in the pass catching role this game. Um, that may cap Rojo's upside a little bit, but I still think Rojo should have a good game. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, you're not starting him, but it, you might take uh, some touches away, uh, some receptions away in this game. Um, Scotty Miller with no Justin Watson, uh, with no Chris Godwin. If Scotty Miller is able to go, I know he's questionable, but if he's able to go, he gets a wide receiver too. Bump upside as far as me, definitely confident flex, but he definitely could finish as a wide receiver too this week. Uh, he's you know able to go extend the field. They want to drive the ball down with him and Mike Evans. He's averaging six targets in the last two weeks with 135 air yards per game in the last two weeks according to player profile. So you can you can tell they want to move the ball down the field with him, get deep passes. If he's getting six targets and he's getting over 100 air yards a game uh, with no Godwin and no you know. Uh, no Justin Watson, you got to start him up as a confident flex. Uh, Gronk, I'm still not doing it. I don't care. O.J. Howard's out for the year with an Achilles injury. There's so many people out as far as pass catchers, but until I see something, until I see a touchdown, until I see a red zone target, until I see some production out of Gronk, I'm I'm not doing it at all. Uh, so that's pretty much it for the for the Buck side as far as their analysis. On the Bear side, uh, David Montgomery. You know, he's a low in RB2 for me in this matchup. Uh, Tampa uh, is pretty good against the run. Um, it's going to be hard for me in general to see the Bears being able to score. I'm not happy about, you know, we're happy about how they played last week. Indianapolis is a very good defense, but still the Bears did, didn't really do anything offensively in that uh, game. You know, Nick Foles should have a better game, but I'm not starting him at all. Uh, so Dave Montgomery, you know, he'll have some RB2, you know, upside, but I wouldn't it's pretty capped as far as because he's not getting used in the red zone. He's only getting one red zone touch per game. That's not good at all, um, which is surprising for someone, you know, with no Tariq Cohen still. Um, maybe they're not getting a lot of red zone opportunities, but he's he's not getting getting them in, in, in the red zone. Uh, Allen Robinson, he's a solid wide receiver one for me. Uh, he's been showing up the past two weeks for sure. Averaging 8.5 receptions on 11.5 targets and 112 yards. In the last two weeks, uh, he's coming through as that solid wide receiver one that you drafted. Uh, he's got two touchdowns in the last two weeks. Um, yeah, Nick Foles is going to continue to run this offense through him. Uh, David Montgomery is going to be there on the ground. Uh, the question really for the Bears is do they have a complimentary pass catcher that could be trusted? You know, Darnell Mooney, he had nine targets last week. Uh, Anthony Miller, he's so hot and cold. But I don't think I can trust either of those guys as far as uh, someone you know you can just start right away with with, with confidence. Um, 
I think the guy that's got to be trusted is Jimmy Graham, you know, as a tight end two, but definitely with some tight end one upside. I, I think you can make an argument he's a tight end one because, you know, his touchdown presence is there. The man's top 10 in targets, you know, among tight ends. Uh, he leads all tight ends in Renzo targets, according to player profile. And also he has a 28% target share in the red zone. Um, he has three touchdowns in four weeks. Those are great numbers right there as far as being used in the red zone and for for a tight end, if you get a touchdown, you're going to finish as a tight end one. That's a fact. Uh, so definitely uh, something that I'm confident in as far as starting him, and he should be used. He's you know talk about he's running more routes. He's running a lot of routes. So yeah, definitely be confident in starting uh, Jimmy Graham. Uh, I know T.J. Hawkins is on a bye. Uh, you know Robert Tanyan and <laughs> the Packers are on a bye. So there's definitely some room to put uh Jimmy Graham in your lineups and start him. Uh, as for my poll prediction for this game, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to go with Rojo getting a touchdown. He's only had one uh, so far this year. Uh, no Leonard Fournette. Um, the, the usage is really good for Rojo right now, and I'm happy about that. So it would be interesting to see how they continue to use him as far as, you know, the over 20 touch mark. Um, I'm happy about that. And, yeah, that should be pretty good. I'm going for that touchdown. Uh, last week, KJ Hamler. Didn't do it for me. Um, he wasn't really used at all, but uh, he got hurt anyway, so couldn't get that touchdown that I called. So we're, you know, we're, we're still hot. You know, three out of four weeks, uh, you know, Thursday Night Football seems to be my time to shine. So, you know, we'll see how this week goes. Uh, definitely got the Bucks controlling and winning this game, though, for sure. Uh, other than that, you know, we could talk about some maybe potential buy low guys. I think still... David Johnson is a guy you still want to go by low on. Uh, again, didn't come through um, last week, but the schedule is still favorable. And the Texans just fired Bill O'Brien, so free the Sean, free this whole offense. Um, I think that David Johnson is still a good by low candidate you can go get. Um, and how we talked about early in the week, uh, keep those ears open for Odell for sure. Uh, cause that was, you know, his sell high point as the highest you can get him. If not, definitely hold on to him and start him as a, you know, wide receiver one. Um, but yeah, those are just some guys to think about, uh, you know, be confident in David Johnson and stuff like that. And yeah, this is no little sneak peek. This is a little, little you know, quick preview of Thursday night football. Uh, we, we get it a qu- nice little quick episode. Uh, my boy, John's not here, but shout out to him. Uh, happy anniversary to him and his wife. Uh, shout out to the Yankees. Hopefully tonight they get this dub. Oh, man. And then, you know, they are able to take uh, the over the raise and you know, be up to one in the series. Shout out to LeBron about to get his fourth ring again and enjoy Thursday night football. Everybody come back tomorrow or in the next episode for our week five part one preview. Go follow me at we made it at we underscore made it. Go follow JR football nerd at JR football nerd on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics and go rate and review. Do what you got to do. Oh, uh, man, I'm just rhyming and, and just <laughs> vibing right now. So do what you got to do. Enjoy the night and we are out.